You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Food feature. Guys, let's eat. Let us eat. I'm so excited to welcome in to studio Nadim Patel, who is the owner of Industry Bakery. Nadim, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming through. Thanks for having us. So, I mean, what you did in our kitchen is just appalling. <laughs> Such massive portions of food that I've never seen in my life, except on television. It's, very, it's a very American thing. But before we get into what you brought for us to, to really get to enjoy on this Friday, I want to chat about the journey of industry, bakery. Um, you know, they, we, we speak to different businesses every week in the segment, so many of them being small businesses, and it's not easy. No, it's not. Mm. So industry comes, we've, we've been involved with industry since late 2016. Industry is in existence since 2014. We bought industry in 2016. Um, but we changed the style and the concept of what industry was. Um, we added to the menu. We expanded in terms of what we offered people. Um, and we're basically just a small family business. So what was the reason that you decided to go into something that was already existing as opposed to starting something from scratch? The person that had owned industry at that stage had decided to sell. Yes. Um, so it had an existing small following. Um, it was something that we were looking for, basically a shell that we could groom into something that we wanted to, to offer um, the public. Um, and that's the reason for us buying something instead of, you know, trying to start something off uh, from scratch. So your own personal background, I mean, what was your relationship with food in the professional sense and your journey, if it ever was? Because many people who own food businesses are not chefs or anything like that. No. So I'm not the chef. Um, mm. I'll never claim to be a chef. I come from the financial background. I worked for about 10 years in the Standard Bank Group. Um, five years thereafter, I worked as a financial planner. And then industry came about. And we decided to, to try something different, to venture out and see what, what was out there for us. Corporate was just not for you anymore. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I don't want to wear suits every day and That's these it. painful shoes. Yeah. So now this opportunity presented itself for you. And I guess, you know, having a financial background may have made it easier for you to assess the feasibility. But the one thing you couldn't have predicted was, of course, of the pandemic. No, definitely not. Um, so the pandemic affected, I think, the entire world. Yeah. Um, and it hit South Africa a lot harder in terms of the lockdowns that we, we had to endure. Um, obviously, we had then moved. We were based in Amarantia initially from 2014 when industry was um, created. Yes. till 20, begin January 2019. Um, we then moved to Northcliff at the Johannesburg Eye Hospital. That's where we position right now. Um, people don't think that uh, directions are taking them to the right place to buy a Gatsby because it's in the hospital. Yes. Um, and we get calls. We across the unless road the, and the stairs. Unless the Gatsby puts you in the hospital, that's why you guys are there. <laughs> Yeah. You need a doctor after eating yeah. the Gatsby. So, so with the pandemic, we were affected. Obviously, we, we felt it a bit more than, than a lot of other businesses did um, due to the fact that our neighbors are Lancet Laboratories. Yes. So when other restaurants could open and start trading, um, I think it was mid-July, early June, late yes. June, mid-July of, of 2020. Unfortunately, we couldn't um, due to the fact that there were tons of people standing in, in the parking waiting to get tested and due to our responsibility to the hospital, we couldn't take the risk of getting any infections within our business. Yes. So in, in that time, 
I mean, what did you do to just keep to keep things going? So we started. We we came up with the idea of the Gatsby, which we tried at home um, amongst a few of us. Um, one of my buddies, who's like a brother to me today, has his own mm. restaurant and takeaway. Decided, let's make Gatsby's at home. Yes. So we did it. We baked the bread at the show at the shop, and then we took it home and we tried it. And he came the next week and said, "Let's try it in the shop." I was like, I don't think it's going to work. Yes. So he then said, okay, let's just do it on a Friday and a Saturday as a pre-order thing. And um, then see. And see. So at that stage, we started getting people to pull into the parking, um, put the Gatsby's in their car um, so that they wouldn't have any contact with the people outside. Neither oh, would we. Yes. Um, people EFT'd us or paid by card. And that's how it came about. And then... I think it was later that year, twenty no November 2020, somebody tagged us in a Facebook page called the yes. Gatsby Society. Yes. And we then posted photos and videos and stuff like that of our Gatsby. But we got a lot of, you know, heat from Cape Townians because it's not a Gatsby because it's not made in Cape Town. <laughs> <laughs> the war continues. <laughs> so what are some of the things that they're saying is that it can't be a legitimate yeah, because it's not made in Cape Town, firstly, yes. because we chose to put sesame seeds on our roll. Mm. Um, those those were the basic uh, standout features that it's not a Gatsby. So before we talk about how you guys broke all the rules, let's go back to what was your first personal experience with the Gatsby? Because I was just so excited, you know, and I was saying to your team yeah. that... I'm so excited to take the Gatsby home so my son can get a taste and sure. I can be like, Gatsby, Gatsby. Yeah. <laughs> what was your experience with the Gatsby just in your own personal life journey? So like everybody in South Africa knows, there's certain foods that that relate to certain areas within our country. Yes. You know, the Gatsby is synonymous with Cape Townians, um, the Bunny Chow with Durban. Yes. Um, Joburg, we don't really have something that really stands out, so we figured let's just do it ourselves. And my experience with Gatsby comes from a lot, when I was a lot younger. Yes. Um, we used to frequent Cape Town on holidays. Uh, my folks would take us down for vacation and yes. stuff like that. And that's where we came about and got um, our first experience with the Gatsby's in Cape Town. And the Gatsby that you had in Cape Town, what were those key ingredients that you're like, okay, this is a Gatsby? The things that stood out for us was the freshness. Um, for me, stood out was the freshness of the chips. Yes. Um, you know, the ingredients, um, everybody's favorite would be the masala steak. Um, so the spicing of the masala steak needed to be um, on point in terms of really bringing some heat into the Gatsby. And that's what we structured our Gatsby around. So... And when you got into the point where you said, okay, let's start making Gatsby's from home. And the nice thing is when you're in that stage of experimentation, yeah. there are no rules. Yeah, yeah. What are the things you tried that just didn't work? So the, the night we made it at home, the Friday night we made it at home, we made three Gatsby's. Um, mm -hmm. We've not put one of them onto the menu because the one was a real experiment. Um, oh, you have to tell us <laughs> what you put on. <laughs> so it, it worked, um, but we don't think that it's sustainable in an everyday business. So we, we put stuff like smoked brisket on it. Um, yeah, so it's good. It, it was really good. You know, Ozzy is phenomenal in smoking. It sounds like it's just like yeah, my <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah, so Ozzy is brilliant with smoking, smoking goods and yes. stuff like that. And that's what we did on the one Gatsby. The other Gatsby was a normal 
normal bologna in Vienna. And yes. The other one was a tikka chicken. You know, so we didn't want to try the steak because we knew what it would come out like, and we were just experimenting at that stage. But the the smoked brisket one was phenomenal. It's just we wouldn't be able to sustain the cost of something like yes. that in in today's day and age. In in that sense, that's why it's not on our menu today. Yes. Okay. And now when you started deciding this is what's going to work, because now you started breaking the rules a little bit. Yeah. What was it that said actually? Let's put sesame seeds on our bun. That's just how we baked our buns. You know, yes. we didn't think about it. According to Cape Townians, there's a Gatsby roll. Yes. Um, no Cape Townian can tell me what's the Gatsby roll and what's how it's made or, you know, the fact that <laughs> they mine is. They know. Has, they just know when they're eating it, yeah. what it is. Yeah. So <laughs> the fact that ours has sesame seeds on it made it not a Gatsby roll, but... You know, um, from the amount of Cape Townians that, that frequent our place, we, we've seemed to think they've accepted it now. Yes, yes. Okay, so let's talk about what you brought in studio. Let's start with the smaller one. There's okay. the one which is three slices of toasted bread. Sure. Talk us through what is in this. And if I'm to describe to all of the listeners, just in relation to food, it's like a mini three-story building of food. So that would be our industry special. Yes. Um, the difference between what we offer in our industry special to other takeaways, we'll call it a Dagwood, would be the yes. fact that... Yeah, so that uh, that's essentially a Dagwood, but we've opted to put in masala steak on that as mm. well. So no, a normal Dagwood would be um, eggs, patties, three slices of bread, chips and cheese. Um, we've decided to add in steak. We love steak. We love our masala steak. And we've decided to let people experience it with different elements on it. You know, the Gatsby has certain elements on it. The, the, the Dagwood and the industry special has certain elements on it. And it just brings out a different flavor in the steak every time you pair it up with something different. So help me understand the masala steak. How is that actually prepared? So we pre-cook the masala steak, mm-hmm. um, we buy all of our own beef, we strip, we clean, um, we cut everything at our own store. We don't buy a pre-cooked uh, steak or a marinated steak, we obviously marinate it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, we cook in rather large pots um, on a daily or every two days in terms of the requirement of the store on the day. Um, so it's something that we cook ourselves from scratch, our own spices, um, and everything is done by us in store. Okay, so now that is the industry special. Then you had the one that looks like basically a burger bun. It's round. This one is about four-story building. (laughs) (laughs) And that one is chicken tikka. Talk us through those particular ingredients. So that is called our landmine. Comes mm. in three flavors, either masala steak or tikka chicken or bologna and Vienna. Yes. Um, we have a sauce of our own that we put onto all of our our sandwiches, Gatsby's, landmines, which goes onto that. It has um, red onions, lettuce, chips, uh, cheese, and then obviously your choice of tikka chicken, masala steak, or bologna and Vienna. We make that on a naan bread. That's not a normal French loaf or anything. It's a naan bread that we make um, our landmines on and gives it a different uh, taste and texture because of the fennel seeds that's on the inside of the, the, roll, the roll. You have to explain to us why is it called landmine? When I was younger, back in Benoni in Actonville, there was a takeaway that had something similar. Yes. And they called it a landmine. Yes. Um, everything, most of the things that we have on our menu today is a recreation of something that that was that would take me back to my childhood. Yes. You know, so the landmine, the Poloni special, the industry special is all of things that I grew up around um, in Actonville, stores like Uzma's, Moe's Food Wagon, those type of places that made these type of foods. Um, and I just wanted to give that experience 
experience to to newer customers that hadn't had that experience. Okay, and I, and I think it's beautiful when um, you know spaces that are in the industry you are in have these great stories. It makes the food even more more special. Now let's talk about the one that was like a 40-acre farm <laughs> with a seven-story building on it that sure. was massive, that crazy, massive Gatsby. So that's, that's our Gatsby. The one that we brought into studio today was our fully loaded Gatsby. Um, the fully loaded Gatsby consists of masala steak, bologna and Vienna, fried eggs, chips, cheese, lettuce, red onions, and the sauce that we make of our own. The roll is about... 60 to 65 centimeters long and about 10 to uh, 8 to 10 centimeters in width. And you said that this weighs how much exactly? About four kilograms. Four kilograms. So who are the people that order this? Is it like a family of 10 people? So on a Friday, the bulk of our clientele um, on a Friday morning is corporate. So companies, guys getting together to get a Gatsby. So, you know, a lot of corporates. But on weekends, it's more on a Saturday and during the week, it's more families that are ordering the Gatsby. Because, I mean, you guys saw the size of it. At least four, we say four to six People, minimum four to six adults can eat off our fully loaded Gatsby. Yes. Um, we've had experiences where a lot more people get into one Gatsby. Now, the red onion does not seem like something that goes into a typical yes. Gatsby. But I, I love the flavor that it just adds, yes. that extra unexpected flavor. Yeah. Do you put yours straight raw? They're not pickled. They're not Nothing. anything. Straight raw. We just peel them, we slice them, and they go on to the roll. Why red and not white? The difference in flavor. Yes. Um, we, we've grown up with normal onions on everything. Um, in some of our toasted sandwiches, we include red onion because it just gives it a different punch to to the the experience that you're getting like you said no one expects it there um some people opt for not to have it on and that's fine but the people that have started enjoying it um has have given us good feedback in terms of um, the difference in taste compared to a normal onion um in relation to what we're doing with the red onion is there such a thing as a vegetarian gatsby there is we do um vegetarian gatsby consists of obviously the standard fillings which is chips cheese lettuce red onions and our sauce and then in Instead of any of the meat fillings, we grill halloumi and we put halloumi oh. onto the, the Gatsby. I thought you were going to say you put aubergine, <laughs> eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just grill halloumi. Okay, and I think, listen, those chips of yours are just what we were doing because we couldn't actually eat massive Gatsby's before going on air. We were putting the chips out of the Gatsby, so now we're getting the combination of the spice on the chips, the sauces, bits of the egg, all of the flavor it was absolutely uh, delicious. Who are the people that you want to be coming through and where should they go? Everybody. Yes. Um, anybody and everybody. We are a small family business out in Northcliffe. Um, we're based at the Johannesburg Eye Hospital. Anybody that's willing to give us a go, um, our logo and our motto is from customers to friends, friends to family. I just realized as you were explaining exactly where you are that I've been there before because there's the blood lab. Next right. Door to us. Ah, yes. I see you. <laughs> I see you. Right and then just in case you get high blood pressure after eating We're the Gatsby, the hospital <laughs> is right there and then they can also draw bloods yes. to check everything is fine. Listen, it's it's been such a pleasure having you in studio. I have somebody here that says 
you really want me to drive to that studio because I love food. This is what I'm having right now. And they've posted their sandwich, which is, it's not even an Ampor Gatsby. It's Evo and egg on bread. Girl, you need to go through to Industry Bakery. And another one says, message about Industry uh, uh, Bakery. Dimpy's Gatsby is the best in the country. Cape Town Gatsby doesn't compare. We're going to have to have an on-air competition one of these days with Cape Talk and 702 to say which is the best Gatsby. Thank you so, so much to you, Nadim Patel. Make sure you head over to Northcliffe at the Johannesburg Eye Hospital. They're on Bayer's Nordia Drive. Don't be scared. There's a Gatsby inside there. And it's not just Friday and Saturdays. No, it's on our it's menu every day. day yes. Thank you so, so much for coming through for our food feature today.